there's a great fitting story to this club. Now let's talk a little bit about the slider. And let's dive into the fitting aspects of this club. This is Tinkering 201. You heard it here first. Some golfers aren't going to be sure which driver head they should go to. Let's start talking about that. I like him straight. I like him long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AJ, enough chit-chat. This is the Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Hey, what's going on, everyone? You are in the Fitting Room. I am your host, AJ Volpel, alongside Nate Adelman and Nate Pretty excited about this episode coming up um, because it's part three of a very special series. Well, AJ, we a while back asked the Callaway community, Mm -hmm. what fitting questions do you have that you want answered? We're going to do a special community mailbag episode. Right. We've done two of those. Right. And I was just looking through it this week and... Those two episodes got us through the first page. (laughs) Wait, so how many questions are on this thread? Well, we're at six pages now. Holy cow. We have a lot of work to do to answer them. And, I mean, Stephen did a great job the first two, so I said, Stephen, we need you. And for him, it's good. He's got some job security now because we got five more pages to go. We probably have – this is like a 12-parter, Nate. It could be the longest running sub series of the fitting room podcast <laughs> of the history. Yeah, right. Even longer than the tinkering series. I know. I, I have some more of those in the in the hopper. I'd like to do soon. Love it. But but uh, for now, we have a lot of questions out there from the community, and uh, we're gonna answer them today. All right. So we have no time to waste. So uh, first thing, if you have a question. Um, and you want to ask it and answer it on the Fitting Room podcast, uh, just find the Fitting Room or the, what is it, the Fitting Corner, right? Fitting Corner. The Fitting Corner, callawaygolf.com slash community. Ask your question on that thread, and we promise to run through every single question. Uh, So this is part three. We have no time to waste, so let's just jump into it right now, Nate. In the market for new clubs, but aren't sure which ones you should be playing? Head on over to callawaygolf.com slash custom fitting and try out one of our selector tools. It's quick, fun, and pretty much does all the thinking for you. That's callawaygolf.com slash custom fitting. Now back to Nate and AJ. All right, we are back, and we are back with our main man, Steven Slinger. What's going on, guys? What's going on with you? It's good to be back on here, and definitely appreciate you inviting me back. Steven, you earned it, buddy. Uh, you earned it. Yeah, sounds like a, sounds, sounds good here. What, what's going I, on? I got bombarded with emails. All three of them that said they want Steven back for part three of this. I'll take three. I also <laughs> I also promise we will not ask questions about hitting a cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have the answer for that one, but I've been trying. Um, it's a lifelong search. All right, all AJ, right. let's dive right in. Let's get right into it. All right, Todd T. He is asking, if I have plus one length added to my iron, so I, I take it he means an inch, mm-hmm. will that continue down to my wedges or should it continue down to his wedges if he's plus one with his irons yeah. uh, what say you guys steven that's a good question um you know without obviously seeing todd swing here and things like mm-hmm. that and seeing his his you know makeup but just by reading this i'm assuming he has either short arms or he's really tall one right. or two right right so if that's the case i would 100 percent agree that you should definitely add that inch to your wedges yeah to make it consistent throughout the bag what Nate, if, what, what if he has both what if he's tall and has short arms? Well, then he's whoever. got really, really long. <laughs> Hopefully, iron. someone you know fit him right. But. Right. No, I would agree with you, Stephen. I think uh, just for the consistency in terms of like how you set up to each club um, and the swing weight, you're all about swing weights. I do love swing weights. Yes. Yeah. No, I would agree that the the one in, the plus one inch should continue in the wedges, um, as does lie angle. Uh, when we had Roger Cleveland on the show. Um, he talked that, you know, if you're playing your irons jury flat, your wedges should as well. There's no reason they shouldn't. They're just extensions of, of the irons. Um, and then the, the 
an, a question we also get is the shafts. Mm -hmm. Should I match the shafts for my irons? Right. Um, we recommend that you either match the shafts or go a little softer. So if you're playing extra stiff, um, if you're playing extra stiff yeah. in your irons, you yep. could you could go down to a stiff in your wedges if you felt like it. Mm -hmm. um, and definitely don't go lighter. Go if you're going to change weights, go a little heavier you in the wedges heavier. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and Todd, just from personal experience, I actually had a similar question because I have my irons uh, plus half inch. Um, and when I was getting fit, I actually asked uh, one of the fitters here at Callaway that exact question if I should go a half inch with my wedges and they actually said yes. So yeah. um, these guys these guys sound like they know what they're talking yeah. about. All righty, let's go. Number two. Oh, hey, it's Golf Ball Whacker Guy. Hey, hey everybody, check Golf me out. Whacker Golf guy. Ball Whacker Guy. All right, he asks, with the addition of Toulon Design, will there be any way to be fit for a Toulon putter at the Ely Callaway Performance Center or other Callaway Odyssey authorized dealers? Ooh. So he is interested yes. in our uh, recent acquisition of Toulon Design. Yes, fine, um, fine milled putters. They are incredible. Um, really great feedback on those so far. But yep. uh, So will consumers be able to test those putters um, at, a, yes. at an authorized dealer? Yes, of course. Um, one of the things when we acquired the, the brand, they're fairly small in terms of volume and distribution. And over these couple months since we've acquired them, we've been building inventories. So when we uh, we'll say relaunch them to retail back in early 17, mm -hmm. there will certainly be demos, um, certainly be guys being able to fit them. And especially with the Toulon garage, being able to mix and match hosels and, and weights and all that, uh, we'll certainly have that there as well as, yeah. and our own performance centers here, here at Cala headquarters. So, uh, it's not there yet, but mm -hmm. it, it's certainly coming. And uh, I would say just in general, no Callaway golf product. Uh, of that level will ever be sold without being able to be fit properly for it. Right, right. And have you guys played a Toulon putter yet? Have Has any of you guys messed around with one? You know, I haven't put one in play, but I yeah. have kind of messed around with around one. Around the office and stuff? And let me tell you, folks, <laughs> you got to go try one because the feel is 100% different than any of the milled putters that are out in the market. Yeah. So just take my word for it yep. and try it with a good yeah. Chrome well, Soft Golf Ball. Yeah. I, I thought I was pretty uh, fancy when I, I did my Odyssey putter blog a oh, few yeah. months back. Which you should still I, go check out because it's still amazing if you go to <laughs> odysseygolf.com. Very cool. And I added some tungsten plugs into my putter, into mm -hmm. the 001, right. uh, thinking I was you know super clever adding weight, and then Toulon comes around. He's like, yeah, you could just put in a different sole plate, and I wouldn't have had to get heavy machinery out in order to get my putter the right way. So uh, the ability to custom and fit those putters is it's literally the yeah. same level of customization our tour players get, and yeah. so I'm I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. And just a side note, nothing related to this about Sean Toulon, because he sits like right near all of us. He literally is like three feet off. I would run through a wall for that guy. Yeah, no, that right. guy is a master motivator. Yeah, I would literally do anything for that guy. I mean, I would do his laundry if he asked me to do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot all of right. motivation. Yeah, no. All right, Nate's telling me to keep going, so I'm going <laughs> to stay on track here. All right, this is from Besh. Besh, I'm curious. He asks, actually. I'm curious to know more about driver length. I normally choke up on my driver as it fits my swing, and the lie seems to improve my setup. Interesting. Hmm. Should I chop the driver? I'm meaning uh, take some off the shaft. How is it going to affect swing weight and flex, which it probably will? Um, or do I just keep choking up? Um, he plays a great big Bertha, 10.5 degrees with a stiff flex. Um Wow. All right. Loaded question. Um, why don't you take it kind of one by one there, Steven? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot going on here. Um, I'm curious to see how much he chokes up by, but let's say, for example, he only chokes up about a half an inch. I would definitely keep 
the length of his driver the way it is yeah um and just you know choke up just a hair but if we're talking like a couple inches then it might be a fitting issue at that point yep. again goes back to long short arms swing and so so on and so forth but um if you are going to chop it down an inch it's going to you know drastically change the swing weight you obviously want to put more weight into the head and it's also going to make the shaft slightly stiffer uh and feel wise it'll be slightly stiffer um so in all intents and purposes you know you, you depending on how much you choke up is is that's the kicker but nate you, you know what are you thinking here yeah will it affect swing weight if he chops so, it down Nate? so yeah for every half inch that you reduce it it'll subtract three swing weight points so that's actually changing length is a fairly dramatic way to change swing weight so i agree with you steven i think that if it's working for him and he's hitting it well and if it's it's not a ton, then to leave it. Um, yeah. Just a mm-hmm. quick side note: uh, Anthony Kim, remember An- course, Anthony course. Kim? Oh, um, yeah. He grew up playing his dad's clubs, so he when he was a little kid, so we always choked up. And uh, he actually, as a as a tour player, played mid sized grips that he choked down on, mm-hmm. um, because he liked the feel of choking. That's it. crazy. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that's nuts. One of the things when you're choking on it and you have a little weight, it's not much, but it's mm-hmm. a little weight above your hands. Right. That almost does serve as like a little bit of a counterbalance. So um, it it's just a weight you're no- used to. If you end up cutting that off, the whole club becomes lighter. Right. The swing weight gets to be pretty light. So if it's working, I suggest keep it. If it's more than an inch, inch and a half, mm-hmm. then yeah, you probably want to get a driver that's shorter that the head weight is appropriate but if it works don't mess with it and and one thing that i I saw on here too is that uh you know you made mention here that the lie of the driver seems to improve when you're set up uh in theory that is is a good thing however typically most drivers are going to be a little more upright to begin with yeah and the sole purpose is that obviously when you go into impact the shaft bows out um and essentially flattens out the club head so you actually need the driver to go a little more be a little bit more upright Mm -hmm. or else you're going to just cut it all day or push it all day okay little tidbit there all right nice bonus all right bonus a little bonus yeah. all right we got daniel J with the next question he asks for those of us who are not close to a fitting center like me and who would like to buy direct from callaway how do i determine what is the correct putter length for me so um you know he doesn't have a, a callaway performance center near him mm-hmm. um what's what's his best bet nate that is a good question yeah and uh, not having a ton of information here, it's. Uh, I think the best way to go about it is uh, is his current putter, knowing what length of his current putter is, is something not quite right. So it, the goal with uh, any putting stance is to be able to stand in an athletic and natural position where you're not hunched over too much or don't, don't have the need to choke up too much because the putter's too long. Um, putter length is one of those things where it's not quite as performance measurable as driver length is or irons length is. And it's a lot of it is a personal preference thing. Um, so for me, it would be pretty much like what putters using now. Um, and if he was, if he was interested in doing so, he could actually post a video. Um, uh, Daniel can post a video of him putting, um, on the Cowley community and either me, AJ, Steven, or our, uh, our, master staffer uh shane lebaron will take a look at it and kind of give give our thoughts about what uh how his putter length looks based on his putting stroke Mm -hmm. that's yeah right so do you think another solution would potentially be to just go to a retail store and just test different lengths and see what's oh yeah of course yeah 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 i mean 
definitely try 33, try 34, try right. 35. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, but then also, yeah, any store associate can help with that. Right. Um, when you go to a performance center, typically you're not getting hooked up to fancy machinery to determine putter length anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, to your point, AJ, I mean, we've got a, a, a ton of partners out there that obviously know our fitting protocols, and we've got the tools out there in place in the field. So, mm-hmm. you know, if there's any questions, go to your local uh, retail shop, as Nate alluded to. They're going to know what to do. Uh, or, you know, go see your local pro. Yeah. Good call. Good call. All right. Next question from our man, Chuck. Chuck H. He asks, I would like to know, having been through a few big box fittings, meaning a retailer like a Dick's or a PJ Tour Superstore, uh, and a full iron fitting at a Cali Performance Center in Ashanic, New Jersey, how important is being warmed up? And when does the fitting become counterproductive due to fatigue? I've had, I've heard of a complete bag fittings taking several hours. Uh, They don't. Do they, they generally can. They, I mean, they can, can take, take several hours? Yeah, for yeah. sure, if you're doing full bag. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. Yeah. Um, in some cases, the big box guys have you swing 10 to 15 times, and you're good to go in their eyes. I would like to think, like a good boxer, you've, you've got to be warm up, and you have to have a sweat going. I need at least 20 to 30 swings to get loosened up and go from there. I did that for an iron fitting at Nishanik, and I was gassed by the time I was done. So he Chuck is pretty much looking for what, what do you right. think um, – you know how long should a player warm up? And right. if if I were to start this, I would think it varies for a player. I mean, I grew up playing golf, never even going to the range before I played. Right. I would literally go to the golf course, either if I hopped the fence or played a, a tournament in high school or whatever, and would just yeah. go play. I didn't need to warm up at all. So like for me, I would need maybe three swings to warm well, up. You're a tough guy. Well, no, but I'm no, just saying no, like, I, I, it very, it. it's got to vary for different you're a physical players. physical specimen. This, <laughs> right. This Besides is a, that fact. <laughs> this, is actually, this is actually, you know, one of the age-old <laughs> questions about fitting. And during my time as a fitter, it was the same thing where you reach a point where you're like, hey, man, like, please just come back tomorrow or, you know, come back after lunch. <laughs> right. Because like, uh, but no, I mean, every golfer only has a certain number of bullets uh, yep. in them. And so a, a good fitter will do their best to make sure, yes, you definitely need to hit some warm-up shots. You yeah. don't want to go out cold hitting drivers. Typically in our performance centers, when someone says they want to do full bag, they start with irons right? because they'll start with a shorter club, then they'll go to driver, and then they'll fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. And that's typically the process uh, that we do here. Right. Um, so iron first, uh, short short irons even first before yeah. you hit drivers or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah. You know, normally we'll do seven irons. Yep. So you can get warm with the seven iron, hit you know, 10, 15 shots, get warm, and then, mm-hmm. then look at it. But um, I think definitely being able to, to be judicious about where you're going to spend a little extra time yeah. um, is obviously the irons and the driver are probably the two most important factors, but mm-hmm. not – you know, like not blowing, you know, 30 shots trying to find whether you need a 19 degree hybrid or a 20 degree hybrid is probably a, a, a smart way to do that. If you're really concerned about that and you only have a certain number of bullets in you, split them up from day to day. Do irons one day and driver the next. Yeah. Steve, yeah. what about you? What, yeah. What's your warm up like? No, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I think in this particular case, uh, I like what Nate had said. I mean, you hit enough shots to, to, to get loose, but after that, just hit the shots and kind of work with your fitter. And obviously a good fitter is going to know when you're fatigued and, and, and kind of make some recommendations and things like that. But I think a lot of the things that happen, uh, especially, you know, when you go into a fitting is that a person thinks, or even I've done it too, where it's like, you want to have the perfect swing. And in reality, what you're trying to do is get fit to where 
your shots are more consistent. Right. So, you know, right. if you don't have your swing that day, it's not the end of the world. You know, you, you go out there, you hit your shots, and you basically find out more about your game. And then that fitter can actually give you a better recommendation. So uh, don't waste too much time trying to warm up and hit the perfect shot, but just go through the process, and um, you'll be surprised how much more uh, you'll get out of it. I love, love, love that point that you just made about how – uh, some golfers they go into fittings thinking they need to literally like start hitting perfect shots when you know getting fit in the first place that's why you're there to right. to they start hitting better that, shots yeah. you know so right don't warm up till you hit the perfect shot or you're just striping it you know right. just warm up to get loose absolutely right? and that was a great great point there Stephen that's yep. why that's that's why we brought you on the show Boom. all right man man gosh <laughs> all right this is it last question and this question is actually from. Ethan, who works in the marketing department, oh, hey. he was definitely trolling this thread um, <laughs> and somehow landed on our show. So, but he has a good question, so we're gonna um, we're gonna jump on it. All right. So Ethan asks, there are some there are some, and nice he has typing. and he has a typo nice in typing. it. <laughs> there, there are so many data points that one can look at during a fitting. For example, if a golfer isn't ex- extremely familiar with things like spin rate, launch angle, head speed, and ball speed. What should they focus on when they get fit? Can you talk about why this script may or may not be effective? That I was, think this is what's... That's said. part two of the <laughs> question. This is part two of the question, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's I stuck mean, two in there. So let's start with number one. So yeah, number start. one, what I like about this, to make it cl- as simple as possible, uh, obviously your fitter should tell you or should take that data that he gets from spin rates or he or she, spin rates, launch, head, you know, all that sort of stuff, Yeah, and be able to tell that to a specific person, right? Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that a, a golfer getting fit should look at, in my opinion, is going to be at consistency and dispersion patterns. Um, and I mean, I guess you could look at carry distance, but really, I, I like dispersion. That is the mm. telltale that mm. you are getting dialed in, and right. you're going to be accurate more times than not. That is the to me that is you know the proof is in the pudding right there. Yep, Nate. I'll, I'll add on to that just a little and, bit. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Uh, before you jump on that, Nate, uh, for some people who aren't familiar with dispersion, kind right. of just what what is dispersion? Yeah. So if you go onto let's say our uh, performance center here, you'll hit you know ten or fifteen shots with whatever your gamer seven iron, and then obviously you'll hit those. You'll see a pattern on the field, and they'll actually draw like ellipses on the screen for you, and mm-hmm. it'll show like hey this pattern of green balls or your first ten balls, you know three or over 15 yards left you have two 20 yards right Mm -hmm. and it'll show you now when you get fit you will clearly see obviously how far they go but you'll also see that and hopefully you got a good fitting which everyone should you'll be so much tighter and that dispersion will be basically a circle right compared to this big like ellipsis deal from your old irons Uh, in theory that's what it should happen but one thing i'll add to that in terms of dispersion um i agree dispersion is is vital and not all dispersion is created equal. So if your circle of of dispersion is vertical in terms of like one shot goes 120 and one shot goes 135, but the average is 127 or something, uh, that I think versus the opposite where it's horizontal dispersion where they all went you know 125 plus or minus two yards, but one was 10 yards left and one was 15 yards right. I think if you had to choose between dispersion horizontal dispersion is is better than than distance dispersion because if it's horizontal it means it's an aiming thing it's a right left right, thing it's right. a squaring the club face thing whereas if it's it's vertical or distance dispersion that means that you're losing distance cuz you're not hitting it off center or you're hitting it off center or you're or 
or for whatever reason you have a harder time distance control. And when you're playing golf, distance control is is one of the most valuable things you can have. So if you had to pick between the two and your dispersion is 15 yards, it's better to have right-left dispersion than north-south dispersion. Yeah, I, good uh, point. I completely yeah. agree with that's that. I mean, point. that's yeah, that, uh, it, that's what it's all about. Basically, if you get done with your fitting and you put a blanket out 150 yards and you're hitting every ball in that blanket – you're good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you had a, you've had a good fitting. You had a good fitting. <laughs> we, got a, we, we got a Nobel Prize guy here. Yeah. No, uh, but getting to Ethan's question about um, some of the parameters you see on a launch monitor. Mm-hmm. So the dispersion is a result, but some of the, like let's say the the actual data points that come up between spin rate, launch angle, head speed, all that. I think ball speed is the Huge. is the number one thing because that's what's going to drive your distance. Um, and then if you think about the way a launch monitor works. Um, the launch monitor can read ball speed, it can read launch angle, it can read spin rate, but it calculates distance. So if you're doing a fitting outside of the track, man, it's a little different. But if you're in an indoor store and you're using like a CG2 or any of those other indoor launch monitors, it actually reads ball speed, it actually reads, sorry, it reads head speed, head speed. it reads launch angle, and it reads spin rate. So between those two, Spin rate and launch angle are the ones you want to get dialed in the most because that's a, let's say, a primary measurement. It's actually measuring that as opposed to calculating distance and ball speed. Yeah. So taking what's actually happening, which is spin rate and launch angle, making sure those are dialed. When you get outside, your distance will take care of itself. Um, ball speed will take care of itself. Yeah. So because those are usually the system has a formula to calculate that based on spin rate and launch angle. Yeah, and I think it's crucial that if you're getting a fitting and you're not sure what these things mean to ask your fitter so you understand it um, and you can understand why your ball isn't uh, going as far as you'd like or it's going one direction or the other, um, ask, ask your fitter. Ask your fisker. You should be asking your fitter every question that you have. That's why you're there. That's why he's there or she's there. Um, so make sure um, you know not to be shy during these things. Yeah, Nate, and just to add on to this, there's actually only one you know personally here that I look at, and that's a uh, path swing direction. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. You like it 25 from <laughs> the you, inside? That's the only thing I focus on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's actually true, people. <laughs> that's actually true. All right, that's it. That's part three of the Callaway Community Mailbag and we will be doing part four very soon. But, Nate, before we go, real quick, before we go, we don't want to keep anybody longer. We have a new Callaway community. Boom. It's crazy. We've been Tell wor- us about it. Yeah, we've been working really hard uh, with the community. Uh, you know, we, we had reached a point where we had a lot of traffic, and we, we our community wasn't up to snuff keeping up with it. Right. And so now... Uh, we spent a lot of time getting in the new platform ready. It's going to be much easier to navigate. It's yep. going to be... Uh, search. You could search, search for yes. things extremely easy. Super searchable. Yep. Way better to interact. We got a lot more like rewards you can get as well through it and badges. And, mm. and so we're really excited about it. Same and, URL. Same, same same way to get there. CallawayGolf.com slash community. Yeah. Love it. That's the one. That is awesome. So uh, be on the lookout for that. If you're not a member... Please join and ask your fitting questions. Yeah, it's free. And free. ask your fitting questions on this fitting thread, and they will be answered right here on this show. So stay tuned, and we will see you guys later. <laughs>